I'm Robin Friend, co-creator of Teen Brain Trust and one of the hosts of the Hope Punk Parenting Podcast. This is a short-form podcast for anyone raising a teenager, educating a teenager, or advocating for one. We're bringing together a community of mental health experts, neuroscientists, educators, and parents to demystify adolescence, help adults build better relationships with teenagers, and raise the next generation of change makers. In this mini-episode, we're going to talk about punishing teens and why it really doesn't work. Let's say your teen screws up. This happens all the time. You're looking for a suitable and effective punishment to make sure they never do it again. Well, I'm sorry to tell you, but what you're looking for doesn't exist. A multitude of studies over the last 20 plus years have shown us how traditional ways of parenting with punishment just don't work. But that's okay, because our goal here at Hope Punk Parenting is really for your teen to be successful, to grow, and to thrive. You love them, and the reason you're looking for a punishment is because they did something that you believe is unacceptable. You want to make sure they don't engage in that behavior again because it makes you angry, ashamed, or worried on their behalf. What you really want is to make sure that they're on the right track. And by the way, we have backup to show why the traditional thinking around punishment is ineffective, and later I'll talk about what we can do instead that really works, including one tip that always surprises parents. But first, here's why teens aren't programmed to respond to punishment. This has to do with how the teen brain works on a chemical level. When making decisions, the teenage brain is motivated by the prospect of reward much more than the potential negative consequences. Teenagers have an intrinsic drive to explore, expand, and try new things. They've got all this neurocircuitry compelling them to seek rewards by getting out and doing things. They're driven by the potential rewards they can get, not by potential negative consequences. They understand consequences exist, but they're just not that concerned with them. Let's say your teenager lied to you about what they did over the weekend, and you decide to ground them for punishment. The idea behind the punishment is they're less likely to lie to me again because they don't want to get grounded. However, this idea takes for granted that your teen's objective is to avoid future punishment. From a neuroscience perspective, that simply isn't how teens work. Teens do what they want. If doing what they want involves lying to you, then they'll do it again. The prospect of the punishment simply isn't a deterrent. Multiple studies have shown that threats, punishments, and scare tactics don't have the desired effect on teenage behavior. In other words, there's no punishment out there that will get your teen to stop doing that thing you don't like. If we want our teens to change what they're doing, we need to start thinking about it differently. Punishment is, often, really about control. And wouldn't it be great if teens would just do what we say? When your teen acts out or does something that makes you wish they were someone else's kid, the natural reaction is to say to yourself, I need to get a handle on this behavior. It's a way of saying to our teens, do things my way or else. Unfortunately, being the parent of a teenager means feeling like you're losing them sometimes, maybe a lot of the time. The developmental goal of the teen years is independence. The whole point of being a teenager is that it's a training ground for adulthood. They start learning to make their own decisions, set their own rules, and command their own time. They'll naturally resist any attempts to override their ability to do so. So on a fundamental biological level, they resist being controlled. And think about this. Punishment is always past tense. It says, I'm punishing you because of this thing you did. Okay, so what? It happened already, and no amount of punishment is going to change that. 
If the goal is to teach a lesson to create a better path forward, then punishment doesn't fulfill that goal. All it does is imply a future threat. As we mentioned earlier, that's not an effective strategy for working with teens. Teens are developing. They're all about the future. If we want to affect their behavior, we can't be focused on the past. If we want our teens to change what they're doing, we need to start thinking about it differently. What should we do when our teen commits a punishable offense? Say our kid lies to us. This is a really common example. Let's specify and say that our teen lied to us about what they were doing on Saturday night or where they were going. A more effective way to address it and make sure they don't lie to us again is to be open and honest about how their lie impacts us, to communicate exactly why we feel like their behavior was unacceptable, how it goes against our values, and why we think the behavior was problematic. Be open and honest about our emotions around it as well. We can say, what you did made me feel blank, terrible, betrayed. Then ask them how they feel about their behavior. How do you feel about lying to me? Get them involved in the conversation and validate their feelings around it as well. Teens don't respond well to because I said so. Did you when you were their age? But if we let them know that we're coming from a place of logic, reason, and concern for their well-being, they'll respond much better. Another tip is to focus on the future impact. If we're talking to them about the impact of them lying to us, we shouldn't necessarily focus on what happened. Instead, we should focus on what the impact will be if they continue to lie. What will that do to our relationship? What will it do to them? Do they want to be the sort of person who always lies to their parents? How does that make them feel? We want to prevent it from happening again, right? So we want to make that the focus of the conversation. Now, if you're listening to this and you're still like, no, my teen needs consequences or disciplinary measures, then consider this. Positive paths are always more effective and motivating than negative ones. So make sure the punishment, quote, that you choose has a context of this is a way for you to make amends. If we do resort to punishment, it shouldn't be about punishing them for something they've done. It's a way for them to earn their way back. And now, for the final tip I mentioned earlier, which always gets a reaction from parents. When your teen screws up, instead of reverting to setting the punishment, ask them what they think the solution should be. Teens have this huge internal drive to explore and exert independence. If we think their behavior was unacceptable and can't be allowed going forward, then engaging them in a solution is going to be one of the best ways to find a solution that will actually work. If we want to include a punishment, aka a way for them to make amends, then we need to ask them what they think is fair. Now, this doesn't mean that we need to go with what they say, or even that they'll give us a serious answer at first. We know there are some wise asses out there. But if we engage them in the process, they'll be much more likely to stick to whatever we wind up deciding. And for the record, if they don't engage with us seriously at first, we can just keep asking questions. Open-ended questions are our friends. They give us insight into the way our teens are thinking and help us enroll our teens into a productive and creative mindset. At the end of the day, Teens are going to do what they do. Our role as adults in their lives is to guide them onto the most helpful and productive pathways and to give them the tools they need in order to make hard decisions in the moment. We live in a punishment-obsessed society. I mean, just look at the United States' high rates of incarceration. It's really easy for us to fall into this trap of wanting to control what teens do through punishment. Unfortunately, that gets in the way of helping them become healthy, independent adults. The traditional way of thinking about punishment is kind of like the easy way out. It's easy to set a punishment. It can even feel good or like we're doing the right thing. But punishment doesn't really lead to the kind of healthy long-term behavioral shifts we want to see in our teens. I hope that this episode helps you ensure that your teen is on the right track. And shameless plug, 
We just launched new courses on helping teens manage and process emotions, as well as helping them learn and develop self-regulation planning and goal-setting skills. If you want to learn more about those courses and the other courses that we offer, our Hope Punk Parenting community, or you're just a neuroscience nerd like me, go ahead and visit www.teenbraintrust.com for more info. Thank you.